Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Yes, good morning. It's Friday and that means two things. Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657 and also Gloucester Park on Friday night. My thanks to uh, Rob Beaver and Robbie Gartrell last week for filling in. And as always, uh, they did a great job. And uh, Glenn Mortimer, welcome to you. It was a big week and Bomber did a great job again. Radley, nice to have you back after your... <laughs> I'm fresh. Uh, first up. Fresh first up after a nice uh, bit of time off down there in Margaret River. I'm sure you enjoyed too much food, too much wine. Rob Gartrell did a fantastic he job did. last week. We had Colin Brown on, which was great. Um, f- some fantastic racing uh, last Friday night, which was brilliant. Um, our man Bomber Hill up 4.7 units, which was great. Tonight we've got the J.P. Stratton Cup. Yep. We see Chicago Bull versus Shockwave, which is great. And then tomorrow night at Melton, we have the Smoking Up Sprint with Ride High and Cruise. So yep. some great racing uh, all around Australia. And I noticed during the week, uh, Rads, that Pinjara have applied to have some lights installed. Uh, I, I think they're working towards it. I don't know um, whether they've actually officially applied to Rawa and, and the process that they're going through. But, yeah, so they're, they're, it's been talked about for a long time. I know when we, we were doing the Inter-Dominion in 2014, uh, we're looking at uh, putting lights in at Pinjarra as part of that process. Uh, and in the end, it, it didn't go through when, when we took the, the series to Bunbury. Um, but yeah, it, it, it'll be um, it'll make them a lot, lot more versatile. So sure at the moment they're they're just in that Monday spot. Yeah, so yeah, so they you know there's there's much more. Um, it, it'll give them the ability to move to Tuesdays or Saturday nights as well. So anyway, great to have you back. As I said, Rob Gartrell did a great job last week. You look like you've been in the paddock for uh, a week <laughs> grazing down there in Margaret River. But great to yeah. have you back. Yep, it's certainly good to be back. And let's get straight into uh, our first guest who drove her first double last week and. God bless her. Added a little bit of value to the first, uh, the early quaddy with Raka Sink, and let's have a look at this. Let's, let's have a listen to the first leg of uh, of um, Emily's double last week. And then came Forgotten Highway, but it looked good on the turn. My Carbon Copy sprinting to the front from Raka Singh. And now Sir Galahad is getting into the clear for Lewis to give chase. Oh, got bumped into by Brave View Bondi. Tries to respond and recover in the straight. My Carbon Copy in front of Raka Singh. Sir Galahad will fly late. My Carbon Copy's in front. Here's Sir Galahad. Raka Singh fights back as well. It's My Carbon Copy. Raka Singh comes off the can- canvas, takes the lead, and Raka Singh has won. Raka Singh beat My Carbon yeah, really tough victory for Raka Sink and was the first leg of a double for Emily. A first Friday night double as well, Metro double. Uh, talk her up uh, was the second leg of that and going great guns at the moment is Emily Savalko, who I speak of. And it's a big uh, welcome to the show, Emily, and uh, thanks for joining us. Good morning to you both. Thanks for having me. Um you're driving in, in great form. You're getting a lot of support from, from a lot of trainers and, and that must be really pleasing for you at, at this early stage of your career. Yeah, definitely. Without the trainers, um, you don't become the driver you want to be and um, I was able to get that Friday night double for two trainers that have been putting me on for, um, for a long time now. 
And actually tonight you've had to make the decision of, of which one to drive between the two, Raka Sink and Talker Up, which must have been hard for you because you've, you've certainly had great associations with both. Yeah, um, Tony's been really good to me with Talker Up and Nathan, I've been working for him part-time as well. Um, he's actually in Kalgoorlie at the moment, so I'm taking the horses up. So, um, yeah, I've stuck with Raka Sink tonight. Your biggest fan is the preeminent uh, historian in, in uh, historian in harness racing in Australia, I feel, uh, Alan Parker, and he sent us through some t- statistics for you. So we're going to embarrass you a little bit here, Emily, with with uh, some of some of the records that you've already broken. You drove your first winner at seventeen on February eight in February two thousand eighteen under uh, behind Undercover Art at Northam when you're at still at school. This year, you're running ninth, and if you continue, the, the season isn't over. If it was a normal season, you would have become the first uh, female to finish in the top 10 drivers in the state. And considering you've had all those great female drivers like Kelly Kersley, who's driven Miracle Mile winners, and, 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 the, and the rest of those great drivers, that's a, that's a big effort. And this year, you've driven 78 winners, and that's finishing August 31. Which is a which is a state record for for a female driver, breaking in only your second season, breaking your previous record, which is set in your first full season of sixty. No other female driver, I think, has driven over fifty in a season. You you must be so proud of those figures when you when you hear those statistics that you've you've rewritten the record books in only two seasons of driving. Yeah, definitely. I remember when um, I was working at. Colin Browns and Alan come up to me and told me that I've broken the record. I said, oh, um, who did I break the record from? He said, yourself. You broke it last year. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's very clever. And, and currently you're sitting one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh on the all-time female drivers list in WA behind some of those uh, names that I've met. Jocelyn Young is actually on top uh, with 253, but you're not far behind in 157 already. And in there is, you know, the Kersley sisters, uh, uh, Kate and Kelly, uh, Susan uh, Roberts, uh, Lauren Jones and Denny Roberts. So some some great drivers that you're, you're, that you're being associated with as well. Yeah. yeah, and just to be able to drive out on the track with those sorts of drivers as well when you go to the women's invitations and stuff like that, it's um, a really good opportunity. Uh, Emily, you've you've got a a very famous surname in WA harness racing in Savelco and there's been some some great history there from the Savelco name. Were you always destined to be in harness racing as a girl growing up? Yeah, I, be, I believe so. I don't think there was really any other path for me. I started out in the pony trots. There was about oh, 10 of my cousins doing it. We kind of overrided the whole pony trots and yeah I've just continued through the school um, through working with uh, Colin Brown and some other trainers they got me through the school and then yeah here I am. Yeah it's been a remarkable couple of years as Michael just spoke about some of the records there that's just amazing and in your second year and I think you only turned 20 in October which is just truly amazing so uh, over the journey has there been some uh, and we're very lucky in harness racing we've got Australia-wide, WA, we have got some amazing female harness racing drivers, you know, some of the best uh, in the industry. Is there any? Is there a couple that you've looked up to over your uh, career, Emily? Um, 
Yeah, you definitely look up to all the different drivers, like Jocelyn Young. She's doing a really good job now training herself um, as well as driving. And, yeah, just going over into those women driving invitations. And you've been at, um, when I went to Queensland with Madeline Young and be able to talk to um, the other women drivers among us. Yeah, it must have been a great experience going across there to Queensland, being so young and being around such some uh, talented Reigns people to uh, get that experience. And that experience has just been fantastic for you. And tonight the uh, tonight at Gloucester Park in nine races, you've got six drives, which is fantastic. You came off a double last week. And is there any, uh, um, any particular one tonight that you can maybe push us into that you think's got a good chance? Uh, Jack Williams, probably my best drive, just he's been knocking on the door. Um, he's placed three of his last three runs. Uh, he's been going really good. Comes up with barrier three tonight. I uh, don't think the top will be there for us, but he's a tough horse. Um, so hopefully he can get the job done. Yeah, he's certainly been racing uh, very well in good company. So um, good luck there tonight with uh, with that particular drive. And as I said, you've got six drives tonight, which is just testament to how uh, how well you're going in the sport, which is fantastic. Yes, sir, it certainly is. Emily, thanks for joining us. Good luck on your, on your journey. And we know there's going to be plenty more winners and, and no doubt uh, Alan Parker sends me through a message every time that you win a race because normally he's had uh, $5 on it. So, <laughs> so I, I keep up to date with you with how many winners you're driving as well. But uh, congratulations and, and good luck on the track tonight. Thank you very much. Thanks. There we go, Emily Sivalko. She's uh, wow. breaking, you know, so, some of the records that like, you don't realise how many winners she's actually driven and to sit, to, to break those records and, and there's some famous names in there. Yeah, there certainly is. <laughs> Two full seasons of driving. And that drive last week on Rakasink, the one we yeah. played just a minute ago, I mean, that other horse and that the junior was on, My Carbon Copy, is a, you know, fantastic horse and... She just got him back up off the canvas and, and got it over the line. It was a, really was a great drive. And I'll tell you who else is a, a big fan is our man, Bomber Hill. Like, he is. And when, when the form experts are confident in putting, you know, when, when they see a driver and you're a young driver coming through, you know they've got ability. Yeah, absolutely. All right, this is SEN Track 657, Talking Harness WA, brought to you by Retrovision, your local WA electrical appliance specialist. RAC members receive a, save an additional 5% every day. Loans 123, cars, debt consolidations. Contact Steve Sell on loans123.com.au. Tab Touch, the brand that funds the industry. Uh, Bayswater Mazda, driving is better at Bayswater Mazda on the corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads. And Steel Blue Boots, built for comfort, made for work. 736 stockists nationwide and great supporters of us here, Morts, on Talking Harness They WA. certainly are. All of our sponsors are great uh, supporters of harness racing in WA and our show here on... 657 SEN. It certainly is. Uh, the big race of the night is um, the JP Stratton Cup. One of the, um, uh, the the big names in harness racing is JP Stratton, the father of the Inner Dominion, along with James Brennan. And, uh, you know, did so much, you know, just an icon of, of the sport is JP Stratton and, and administration. And the cup is named after him tonight. We get to see Chicago Bull up against uh, Shockwave in round two tonight. Uh, different barrier draw, and Chicago Bull is the favourite at 120, in from 134. And wow. Shockwave is out to uh, is in 440 into $4, but um, the, the barrier draw suggests that the Bull will, will find the front and probably win. It's going to make it hard for Shockwave, but be assured, Rads, I would think you won't see $4 around Shockwave very often at all. He's a 
a real up-and-coming horse and the draws just made a bit of a difference tonight. But looking forward to some great clashes and the two big cups coming up is just going to be brilliant. Can't yeah, wait. Yeah, it's certainly going to be great and it's going to be a, a nice entree. Let's go back to last week and Shockwave. He, there was no ball last week and he was able to find the front and stroll around, but uh, he was uh, pretty impressive nonetheless. And Shockwave has raced away from Kiriskiro. Bletchley Park struggles to the outside is Eloquent Mac. An inside run for our Jimmy Johnson still has a top four chance and Simba Bromac to the outside, but Shockwave is electrified. He's 10 metres in front. Kiriskiro safely holding second. Our Jimmy Johnson moves through the third and then came Eloquent Mac. Bletchley Park, Simba Bromac, but Shockwave has absolutely bolted in and won by 10 metres to Kiriskiro. Four metres to You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. But here's JB Morney finishing very strongly. The stable mate, I'm Rock and Roll Magic, dropped off, and then Armorindi in the straight. Though JB Morney has quickly raced up on the outside of the Buckeye Bullet, who's trying to respond. But JB Morney is doing the better work. Got the nose in front. The Buckeye Bullet comes back, but JB Morney is just in front. JB Morney from the Buckeye Bullet. JB Morney, big win for Demi, Demi Roberts. JB Morney has won from the Buckeye. Yeah, Bullet. sure was a good drive from Denny and beat the stable mate JB Morney. Beat the stable mate the Buckeye Bullet, who uh, did a bit of work in the race coming off. 20, but uh, at $5.50 was too strong in the end. And in JB Morning goes back into a, uh, a mobile start tonight in the first race. And we'll have a look at that race uh, in just a moment, Morts, as we welcome in our form expert who's in great form at the moment, Scott Bomber Hill. Welcome to the program, uh, Bomber. Morning, guys. How are we going? Yeah, morning, Bomber. Great night last Friday night, up 4.7 units, been in. Some good form, so we look forward to uh, continuing that on tonight at Gloucester Park. Good uh, good card, not easy, but a good card. Some um, couple of races there with a bit of value, and of course we've got Shockwave versus Chicago Bull, which we're looking at, looking forward to seeing. Despite one drawing the 12 and one drawing the front, it's still just going to give us a pretty good gauge and at some of the bigger races as we head into the Pacing Cup and the Fremantle Cup. Yeah, hopefully it's a, a cracker of a race. Let's have a look at the races we're going to um, we got a preview today. And the first one is race number one, which is the etched coating mobile pace over the 25, 36 metres, so the staying trip. And uh, let's have a look at the Tab Touch market. And Euphoric Moment is the favourite at two twenty-five. The Suleiman at $12. The last drop at 16 Our boy Bart, 51 the last Parisian at $21. Uh, Tri Royal Brigade um, at $6. JB Morney, who we just heard from at $280, in from $3. Extradite at $91. Uh, Galante at $71. And on the black line, we have Blue Blazer at $13. Major Shard at $19. And Disco Under Fire at $41. The favourite is Euphoric Moment at $225, drawing the pole bomber. How'd you see this race? Yeah, I'm actually with him tonight at Euphoric Moment. I, I think this horse is probably in the best form of his life and uh, he's been running home in sectionals of, you know, the last half's around 56, week in, week out. Hasn't been able to draw a gate. Tonight he comes up with one. I was a little bit concerned as to whether or not he might hold up, but been back over the replays and uh, you know, he actually matched a really, really quick beginner one day at Pinjarra in Al Guerrero. And that's the uh, race that's, given me enough confidence to think he will hold up over the longer trip, which he enjoys. Um, as long as he gets a nice, easy lead time, which I think he will, uh, he's going to have plenty left in the locker and he'll take plenty of running over. 
He's been racing in some pretty good class of lately euphoric moments. So probably with uh, Denny on, probably just gets in there nicely. JB Morney was also very impressive last week and beat a very good horse in the Buckeye Bullet. Whereabouts do you see JB Morney in the run, Bomber? Yeah, well, he's the, probably the danger. There's no doubt about that. He, he's, he can certainly rip a really quick last half himself. I'm really not sure where he gets to. He only has average gate speed from the replays I've done. But then again, you know, Ryan Warwick, when he lights them up, he, they can uh, find that bit of speed off the gate that we don't know they've got sometimes. So, yeah, I think he probably has to try and roll forward and find a spot. But, uh, yeah, I, I really think euphoric moment holds up and... You know, if he can reel off that 56 and a half over the longer trip, yeah, it's going to take a pretty good effort to beat him. Yeah, agree. Like you said, just that that little bit of hesitation around whether he can hold up at the, the start, but uh, if he does, should be very hard to beat. So on that basis, uh, Bomber, what's our what's our staking in race number one on horse number one? He, he, yeah, he's a two-unit bet to, to start us off for the night. All right, pretty confidence to start the night off well. Race number one, a two-unit bet. Let's go to race number three. The next race we go to preview, and it's the Simmons Steel Pace. Again, over the 25, 36 metres. And as we have a look at the tab touch market, we see McArdle's gem, $5 into $3, and he's drawn barrier one. Headline act at $31. Jack Williams, your favourite, at one ninety, out from one seventy. The Crocodile Kid at $31. Queen Shenandoah, $6.00. CC Chevron at 91, Carte Blanche at 91, Jillyby Jake, uh, Jillyby Jake at 91, and uh, Better Start Dreaming at 16, rounding out the front line on the back line, inside the back line, Alterette at 9.50, Captain Mannering at 21, and Q Town Rip Roaring at $91. The favourite is Jack William, drawn barrier three at 190, and driven by Emily Savalco, our guest on today's program, Bomber. And I know you're a big fan of, of Emily and Gee, she's going great guns at the moment. Another double last week. Yeah, driving superbly, Rads. And just, you know, you can just tell in those pre-race interviews and just look around the place. She um, she does a form and she knows the horse, the ones she's driving and also the ones around her. And, uh, yeah, really, really impressed with the way she's going at the moment. All right. Yeah, you know, she's going super and it was was great to talk to her. She's... Uh, Almost younger, unbelievable. Uh, yeah. So in race three, bomber, how do you um, how do you read this one then? I uh, I was really really happy to read in uh, Tim Walker's the last word that Brett Smith will be holding up from one here. Uh, I initially wasn't sure if he'd take a sit over the longer trip, but seems really really bullish that uh, he'll hold up with McArdle's gem. So I've actually settled on a place bet with Outer Rep, which follows him out, and we'll just, you know, be called up there on the pegs. I was happy enough to back him for the place, even from three pegs, but looks like now he'll sit behind the leader with uh, Emily having to uh, sit up in the breeze. Uh, they'll run along at nice, even sectionals, and uh, I can see, you know, the horses in the running line probably struggling a bit late over this longer trip, and, and this horse, you know, he eats the distance. There's no issue there. Loves the track, and, uh, yeah, I think just a bit better than flip of the coin. He's a nice place bet. Yeah, agree with you there, Bomber. Like uh, like you said, Tim Walker's last word where we saw that they will lead on McArdle's gem certainly probably rubber-stamped uh, our fella behind the leader there and over the 25-36, just hang on to the tow rope and run a nice place. So what's the staking in this then, Bomber? Yeah, another two-unit place bet there for him. I'm yeah, really, really confident from leaders back that... Uh, yeah, that he'll be able to run into a place for sure. He's, he's not he's not hopeless for the win, in fact. 
Yeah, it's a great service, the last word from Timmy Walker, doing a great job, the, the yeah. host of The Breakfast Show on, on Tab Radio. And, uh, yeah, it's a great service. And, and no doubt part of the reason why McArdle gems $5 into $3 as well. After, Correct, yeah. after After punters saw that uh, yeah, spot on. He, he was bullish. Yeah, no, it's good. Let's take a break. And as we go to the break, we're going to listen to Mr Bushido, who goes around in race number four. And it's not a bad race, race number four, which is uh, the Retrovision Pace. <laughs> Retrovision. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Uh, After Margaret River, I'm going to have to come back and get another Vintech <laughs> wine fridge off you. I think Rad's went a bit overboard with the wine <laughs> down in Margaret River. No doubt. And I'm going to have to, I'll get online. I'll go to retrovision.com.au and I'll, I'll get one of those Vintech wine fridges. Are you an RAC member? Uh, yes. Yes. We yes. get an additional oh, 5%, 5% every day. <laughs> that's just, that's, that's just, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Thank you. Twenty-one thirty meters is uh, is 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 the distance. Delightful reaction is at four eighty. Rock me over and draw Barry one. Rock me over barrier two at two dollars. And uh, we've got um, Mr. Bushido, who we're about to hear from at five fifty. They're the three under double figures. As we go to the break, let's listen to Mr. Bushido winning last week at Gloucester Park. As he races up to Jack William with Destined to Rule giving chase out wider is Alter Rep, but Mr. Bushido looking strong on the turn has raced up on the outside of Jack William. Destined to Rule's out wider as they corner. Jack William, Mr. Bushido look like fighting it out. On the inside, Jack William. The outside, Mr. Bushido. Jack William just in front, but Mr. Bushido's got it now. Mr. Bushido put the nose in front of Jack William and then Destined to Rule, but Mr. Bushido driven out by Halls, going to get the money and beat Jack William, Destined to Rule. Fourth Q Town, Rip Roy. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Always an honour's getting out. He's about to get to the outside. Then El Jacko. Always an honour's after Patrick the Piranha now. Raymond Avia to the inside and then El Jacko. Always an honour's coming fast though. He's racing to Patrick the Piranha. Patrick the Piranha claimed by Always an Honour. He takes the lead, draws clear and Always an Honour goes home to beat to Patrick the Piranha. Yeah, great return to racing for Always an Honour. Part owned by Glenn Mortimer. And uh, Glenn must have been glad to see uh, getting over the outside of Colin Brown, your guest from last week. <laughs> uh, it was a very good, uh, very good win actually. He's um, he's quite a lightly raced horse, which uh, you know really goes well for him coming up uh, over his, uh, over this um, campaign. So he was impressive first up, and he's pulled up really well. So look forward to seeing how he can progress through the ranks. But um, yeah, great win last Friday night. Happy to say I didn't, or not happy, but didn't have a cent on <laughs> at six. At, <laughs> That's sixteen dollars. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> and trained by Justin Prentice, who is the trainer of our Trot Send horse, the best two-year-old trainer in in WA, if not in Australia. Uh, in Australia, we'll say that. Yes. Uh, Dream Walker, who's the the Trot Send horse that we're offering uh, for syndication. There's uh, we've sold over half now. As I said, there's there's an owner from Canada who's bought in. That's um, amazing. That's a, great. A one from Victoria, so they're they're all over the state. I think Rawa's looking to do a promotion as well with us. So there's there's they're probably going to give away a share, I think, but we've got to, we're still going to uh, work that out. But there's the, the shares are going pretty quickly and only at 5% for 3400 for the first 12 months. That includes training and breaking in, which he's broken in, and, and I think Justin's pretty happy with him. He sent a video the other day of him, you know, f- first time in hobbles, and he looks, he looks pretty nice. He does look nice, and the best thing with syndication is you, you just get to enjoy it with so many people, and yeah. you just got to look down there at Gloucester Park on a Friday night when, when they're running around or... Yeah. Whether they win or not, but just uh, just the syndicate and being part of that group's fantastic. Yep. So get in. How much was it, Rads? Uh, Three thousand four hundred for five percent. So five percent of the bill, a hundred percent of the thrill. Perfect. 
Let's have a look at the next race we're going to look at, and it is race number six, which is the Westrall Pace. Hello to Albert Wormsley and the team at Westrall, and it's over the 25, 36 metres. A few uh, distance races uh, tonight at Gloucester Park, and a small but select field. It's actually a really competitive uh, field, this race. And we've got uh, B17 at $15 drawn the pole. Jimmy Max the favourite at $1.90 in solid. Uh, my carbon copy, a little bit of support, 235 into 225. Raka Sink, the winner from last week, with uh, Emily Savalko opting to drive uh, Raka Sink at $14. Tarana Bromac at $26. Talker up at $41. And just a sec outside of the seven runners at $8.50. Jimmy Mack is the favourite, just ahead of my carbon copy in a really competitive race here, Bomber. Yeah, it's a ripper. It's uh, yeah, it's a bit like the rest of the night. Actually, very, very even race, and the, yeah, great night's racing. But this one, I think Jimmy Mack looks the leader. Um, the one horse will be happy enough to take a sit on him. I can see Raka Sink rolling up into the breeze, and um, I think the horse that gets a fantastic sit is My Carbon Copy, and uh, you know he can rip a really, really quick quarter uh, sitting on the back of some uh, good tempo. And I mean, last week he ran home in a ridiculously good last half and particularly his third quarter was really really quick and he just knocked up a touch the last bit but he was still able to run his last half in better than 56 and I think sitting on the back of a horse like Raka Sink tonight getting the last look he probably won't have to peel till you know turning off the back and you know if he can get that run with Raka Sink applying enough pressure to the leader just yeah just maps really really well for him I think. Yeah, great race. There's some horses we haven't even spoken about who have got a chance in this race being only seven starters over the 2,500, Jimmy Mack leads. Raka Sink, we had uh, Emily on earlier on. What a great drive by uh, her last week on that horse. But my carbon copy, I think he is a horse on the up and going places this time in. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see him come from a nice spot one by one and sweep past. And that's what we hope he does because it's our play in this race, uh, Bomber. So what are you? Um, what's the staking here? Yeah, he's another two-unit bet. I just, yeah, I, I actually quite like the horse as well, and uh, yeah, I think this is a perfect grade for him. With uh, you know, Raka Sink just knowing one way, and that's applying pressure, and uh, yeah, he just looks to just get that perfect sit. Really, really confident. Yeah, he does does look to map well, and and Raka Sink's got to have to put pressure on at some stage as well. So yeah, that's the other added bonus. They're not going to, they shouldn't be walking for the last the last thousand. Let's have a look at race. No, we saw Raka yeah. Sink last week. He you know was able to run a twenty-eight second third quarter yeah. and still and still run home a really quick last half so so emily will be certainly applying pressure nice and early i'm sure yeah exactly let's have a look at the final race we got a preview and it is race number seven the allwood stud phillies and mares pace hello to uh, bob fowler bob over fowler. The 21 30 meters great supporter of the industry bob C- fowler certainly is through allwood stud um and we've got uh, yoti moh at five dollars <laughs> well <laughs> he's, done Red. he's drawn drawn the pole uh, first, first up, I was very rusty. <laughs> same place, same time at twenty-one dollars. Radiant Amber at nine dollars. Leap of Faith is the favourite at two twenty. Starlight Destiny at nine dollars. Better Grin and Bear at ninety-one. Tiffany Twirl at twenty-three. Uh, Batavia Silverline at seventy-one dollars. Zuzu Magoo at ninety-one dollars. He's going to have a great time with this Richie Bell tonight. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're cool. Blissful Abbey in the back, the inside of the back line at four dollars. Canis Grace at thirty-one dollars, and Just Make Mine Diamonds is at fourteen dollars. The favourite on the front line is Leap of Faith from Barrier Four at two twenty. How do you see this race, Bomber? 
Uh, yeah, these mares races have been really consistent and they've uh, tended to take their turn a little bit over the last six to eight weeks. But uh, the one that I thought was well over the odds here is Starlight Destiny. Uh, you know, I just think if she drew one or two and was and looked to map as the leader, she probably goes around the $2.50 mark in this race, whereas, you know, drawn out in five, not too sure where she's going to end up, but I'm sure she'll roll forward and look to slot in. Uh, we're getting, you know, $9, 10 um, And she's been racing horses like Talker Up. You know, Raka Sink, we've just spoke about, is absolutely flying. And she's been competitive against those horses over the last few weeks. So I think, yeah, just at that uh, really good price, she can roll forward. She can run a last half in, you know, the mid-56s. And uh, she can slot in early. Uh, hopefully, Denny can nail a double for us. Yeah, they're looking to lead early on the, the four uh, leap of faith. So... Like you said, interesting to see where Starlight Destiny gets to in the run, and if she had it drawn closer to the fence, well, she would be a lot shorter than $9, that's for sure. Blissful Abbey can be dangerous late, as we've seen, uh, Bomber. Do you give uh, give her some chance as well? Yeah, she's going really well, Blissful Abbey. Uh, she's been good to us over the last few weeks. and she But, uh, yeah, just a little bit concerned. I do think... I think the one will lead early, Um I'm not sure whether they'll hand up or not. It would depend on just how much pressure um, the four puts on. But, um, yeah, if Blissful Flabby can, can hold the leaders back, um, yeah, she she can rip a really quick quarter as well. So, yeah, she's going to be sitting back there minding her own business. She's certainly not hopeless. Yeah, it's going to make a big difference whether um, they said they won't get crossed early on the one, but they are looking to lead in the four. So, as you said, if, the four, if they do hand up and the four gets to the front, it does make it very hard for Blissful Abbey. But... Starlight Destiny is going to come down the outside and beat them all anyway, Bomber. So that doesn't matter. That's um, what's the uh, what's the play in this race then? Yeah, well, I think just you know, with that little bit of early speed, with a one and four, three even going forward, she, she'll slot in nicely. Uh, we saw you know probably six or seven runs back. She came from three pegs, ran fifty six last half, and uh, yeah, I think she's going to be right in the race late. Starlight Destiny. So yeah, just a one unit bet around that double figure. Price hopefully can uh, finish on a really big note. Beautiful, Bomber. Thanks for your time. Good luck. Hopefully the good run continues. Thanks very much, guys. Have a great night and enjoy your weekend. Have a great weekend, Bomber. Yeah, the best in the business, Scott Bomber. He'll form expert. And uh, this is uh, Talking Harness WA on uh, SEN Track 657 for our great sponsors, Retrovision, the home of Vintec Wine Fridges, Loans 123, Tab Touch, Bayswater Mazda and Steel Blue Boots. As we go to the break, uh, race number eight's another really good race, the Catalano Truck and Equipment for the uh, three-year-olds over the 21.30 metres. And the favourite is a little bit of fun here, supported from 220 into 185. The main danger from the market is Soho Hamilton at $2. He's been steady. And uh, he won last week for Kim Prentice, trainer and driver. He's got a bit of ability, this he does. fellow. And uh, was it the Warwick last week? I think it was the Warwick uh, that, he, that he won, the $30,000 Warwick. So um, at, a good, at a good price, two reds, just yeah, kept drifting out. Three twenty. The more you put on, the more you win. <laughs> and uh, let's have a listen to uh, Soho Hamilton proving too good in the Warwick Stakes. And then came Blissful Abbey looking to work into the clear, followed by I'm Johnny Jett as they come around the home turn, around the bend, and Soho Hamilton has quickly raced away from Radiant Amber. And then Le Suleiman, Major Shard, Blissful Abbey is getting up on the inside, but in the straight, and Soho Hamilton in front of Radiant Amber, followed by Le Suleiman. Soho Hamilton, the leader, Radiant Amber, Le Suleiman can't get there, and Soho Hamilton all the way and beat Radiant Amber and Le Suleiman. 
You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. The jet took over now, Lachlan Varad, and he's opened up. He has put a gap on them. Out to play in 10, major run on, but Lachlan Varad, we're seeing him at close to his top. He breezes in. Lachlan Varad by 12 metres. What a Varad brilliant place die from Bling It On, and they're clear of pitch perfect, but it's King of Swing in front. 100 left to go. Well, there was a minor abdication last time he raced. He finished second, but he's going to be back on the throne tonight. Too good. King of Swing has gone home to score in a sub-150. Yeah, he bounced back on Saturday night. King of Swing for Luke McCarthy in a leisurely 149.7. Wow. <laughs> yes, low-flying, but he, he's back He's back on track. And so is our man, Ben Cray. Ben, we've bumped you up the batting list today. So no big intro think, today. No big intro except good morning, Ben. <laughs> I think that's what I needed. I needed to lead off. There's made yeah. put me down the order. Get me in first. I'm... I'm back from a freshen up from uh, Foster, which, as Mort has just pointed out, would, would be his favourite place if he didn't have an R in the middle of the name there. So, exactly. Um, yeah. And exactly. what about that intro? It's uh, replaced I gets its chance to actually show what it can do rather than be the bridesmaid uh, tomorrow night. It hasn't got King or Swing or Cash and Flow to, uh, no. to, to give the race to tomorrow night. So we'll be able to see what it can do. <clears throat> Should be interesting. Yeah, and Robert Morris has got the drive. Uh, it's got two, 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 two next to its name, so it's it's probably I think I worked out. It's won seventy five grand in its last fifteen races. Like it's you know not a bad horse that hasn't won many. It's not a bad horse to own, would it be? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and but your handicapping system over there, he keeps on in that top grade. Whereas over here, because you don't win, he wouldn't actually be copping a penalty. So, yeah, well, I don't know how things work in WA, mate. You're already two hours behind, so I don't know how it works. <laughs> well, we, nice. we'll be three hours very shortly. <laughs> yeah, very I can't wait for that. I'll tell you now, I can't wait for that. I'm waking up at 20 past five in the morning and it's terrible. Yeah. Did you watch Lockenvar out last week? He's he's screwed down now, ready to go for this Victoria Cup. And he's, he seems to be one of those horses that he's a little bit vulnerable early if he's not screwed down. But when he's screwed down, he's just about the best horse going around. Look, it's going to be uh, one of the better things to come out of Victoria for a while. That's for sure. When they <laughs> finally the do, when they finally, when, <laughs> when they finally do meet Lockavara and Ride High, so it's exciting times. And geez, if we can get the others there, King of Swing and Crash and Flow, and I don't know if I've missed anything else out there, like that's going to race each other in the near future. It's really going to be exciting, and um, there's been a lot of talk about it. It's some, oh. The build-up is unbelievable. You know, weeks and weeks, we never see them see them uh, against each other, but no. we're going to do it. We're going to see them eventually, I guess. Hopefully it's not the, the bone crusher, Vo Rogue, big build-up and dandy Andy down the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, let's I, hope it is a bone crusher railway we start. Yeah, that would be something. That that would be something, wouldn't it? I'd love to, yeah, we'd love to see Lock and Varad in front and ride high outside and, and go and hammer and tong. So yeah, we'll, we'll just, definitely know who's best then, won't we? We certainly we're just, will. We're just so lucky at the moment. As you know, well, you possibly don't know because I know you're not a, you don't watch Gloucester Park very often on a Friday night, but we've got a couple of pretty, oh, look, I, pretty handy I like to put my there. two cents worth on Twitter there just to stir the pot a little bit, you know, yeah. that type of thing. But, Let you know that yeah. your WA people aren't quite up, up to the standard <laughs> of the Eastern States. Just to cause some controversy in the uh, in the Twitter circles, basically. Yeah. But we do have a couple of lovely horses yeah. here and then in New South Wales, Cash and Flow just keeps winning. 
oh. just keeps winning. And then you've got and, and, King and, of Swing, and then down to Victoria, Ride High, Lock and Var Art. We are blessed I, at the moment around Australia to have I, some of the best harness racing there is. I, I do find yeah. it amusing them saying cash and flow can't go more than a mile, considering the Vic Cup's over 2,200 metres around Melton. Yeah. Like, a mile around Menangle is, I reckon, tougher than a 2,200 around Melton. Would yeah, you, and didn't Catch and Flow win a didn't Catch and Flow win a race there over yeah. the journey last year? Yeah, before the Victoria Cup, I think. Before I mean, the Vic and, Cup, and, wasn't it? And yeah. rained him. Like, you know, so yeah. I, and he's going better he's going better at the moment as well. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be worried about the twenty two hundred. On the Victoria Cup should be twenty five hundred, twenty six hundred anyway. Correct. Like twenty two hundred please. But anyway. There's a difference between twenty three hundred at Menangle and twenty two hundred oh. at Milton. Oh mate, the twenty three hundred like Menangle is like 2,500 yep. anywhere else. Like, yep. it's, it's real hard to win that 2,300 oh, in England. Yeah. It's even harder to lead all the way there. Like, you've got, to, be, you've got to have everything go for you and no pressure. And yeah. even if you're a good horse, it's, it's pretty hard to win over the 2,300 leading all the way there as opposed to anywhere else. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, makes you vulnerable. So, BK, we know you're only one way, one race away from your next winner. <laughs> so, uh, we're about to, we're going to go this weekend to find a couple of winners right. from you. Newcastle hasn't been my friend of late, but uh, we're going to turn that all around. And I'm and I'm avoiding my uh, my friend Clayton Army tonight. He hasn't been Jeez. any good to me, so I've told him he's out. I said no more radio spots for him. So uh, we've got two races we're going to go to tonight, and we're going to start in race three. And we're actually opposing a couple of his horses. This is a real. They got the uh, New South Wales Breeders Challenge heats there on tonight, and there's some really strong horses. Some of the ones from Sydney have come up. I'm going to go with number two, 15 aces. You can currently get $4.80 on Tab Touch. <clears throat> this horse, look, it ran seventh at Penrith last start, but it did draw outside the back row there over the mile, which is a ridiculously hard draw against the, the quality of horses it ran against. It ran against Jim O.T. Rocking with Elvis. And, look, I'm not a huge times man, but, you know, for horses to go 153.9 around Penrith over the mile is pretty good. So forget that run last start from 15 aces. Prior to that... It was only beaten uh, in a tick over 150 at Menangle behind Ranger Bomb. It's been to the track four times for a win and two placings. <clears throat> Look, number one, Max Power, is favourite for Clayton Harmy. It's a nice horse, but I, I'm not sure that it can do it at both ends, this horse. It's, it's got a lot of speed and a lot of talent, but there's some nice horses here. Fire and Sword, another one for Clayton, uh, is going well. And then Ricky Olchin's down the bottom, Blackhawk Joe, Braid them at Menangle last start, but it's drawn inside the second row. So I just think at the value, uh, $4.80 looks all right for 15 aces. And if you sort of bet a bit late, you'll get a, a decent, maybe a decent place price as well there. So maybe something each way at the sort of the $5-ish there. Race three, number two, 15 aces. Good way to start. Something else for us there, BK? Look down in, uh, hopefully it's not a get out, it's uh, just to get further in front. Race nine, number two, Tism Magic Time. I'm just going to back this one a place. It's, it's better than Black Odds there at Tab Touch. Number three, Miss Sonic Boom. It's about a $1.20 chance. It's one three in a row there for Robbie Morris. It's hard to beat up there at Newcastle. So it looks the, the leader and the winner. Number two, Tism Magic Time's got plenty of gate speed. It can hold them out as long as it likes. Brad Elder's on there, good local driver. Um, it ran fourth. Uh, in a very good or very fast race there at Newcastle last time in, in under 154, the two-year-old went there. Uh, one reason, it's pretty smart. But if you sort of go back three starts, you'll see this horse from three pegs ran third to one of our nemesis horses on the show, Ark. But uh, that's okay. It's in the race again. But uh, and prior to that, Tismagic Time led and won at Newcastle. Look, it's no star, but I think it can trail the favourite. And that's 
that's a huge thing to be able to just trail them on the pegs there over the uh, over the shorter distance. And around, you know, yours for theirs, a, a tick better than yours for theirs, I think it can definitely get the uh, the place money for us there. And look, one more, look, if anyone likes the shorties, it's probably too short to tip straight out, but we get a lot of people that do like to do some funny things with bets. And race one, number six, Fair Cruising for Robert Morris should be winning. It's, it's, it's fairly short, but it should be winning, I think. Beautiful, BK. Mate, thanks for your time. And uh, at least you got to talk this week. No introduction. Well, I don't deserve it of late, so, um, <laughs> you know, no. we'll, we'll see how we go next week. No, I won't, but I can, on the, but, but I just want to say one thing on the way out, which was very interesting when BK said that you're, you're not a big one on time. So hopefully at some stage over the next uh, yep. few weeks, we might be able to get you on just to understand a bit about how you do your form, BK, if that's okay. Would love to, and when I, I mean, just quickly, it's not—it's not necessarily that I'm not a big one on times. I just think that a lot of horses run fast times these days, and it's more about what yeah. happens in the race and tempo and that type of thing. It's not yep, just yep. black no. and white that it's ran this time. Oh, so, definitely yeah. not. Definitely not. No, agreed. All right. Well, you have a nice weekend, and uh, we look forward to a few winners there at Newcastle tonight. We'll be back up the batting order. I don't yeah. expect to be moved down either <laughs> after tonight. After <laughs> we get two from two. No. Good, Good on you, mate. mate. Thanks, Thanks, BK. Thanks, guys. See you later. There we go. Ben Cray, um, Boddington, uh, our man JB, can't, unfortunately had other commitments, but he's uh, he's the hardest working man in the media. He JB, certainly is. So uh, well-deserved week off from, from our little program. Been another big program. Emily was, uh, she's taking all before, and no doubt she's going to continue, uh, mate. And just before we go, uh, Bridge Bar is open this week for the footy. So, sad day, the West Coast Eagles. Good luck to the West Coast Eagles. They should be winning. Yeah, make sure you get along there to the Bridge Bar. Good, uh, excellent food and uh, very well-priced drinks. So, yeah, nice, relaxed uh, atmosphere and come across and watch the footy. Yep, yeah, park. And then walk across the Manigarrup Bridge and uh, into into the great Optus Stadium. Uh, mate, yeah. thanks for your time. Thank you, uh, Rads. Good to have you back and enjoy the weekend. Great to be back and uh, we'll talk to you next week. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.